friends, we're jumping into part two of our series about goal setting to improve your gut health. New Year's is the most popular time for health goals. We see it all over the place. You'll see it on commercials, advertisements, in the stores, all the things. But so often people set such extreme goals end up feeling defeated and as if, oh, that just didn't work. Well, let's jump into some tips regarding all of that and help you get set up for success. Last time we talked about hydration because it is really foundational. If our hydration is not in check, a lot of things are not going to work. Okay, so let's dive in to the next part in our series. Hi friend, welcome to Made to be Thriving. My name is Melissa, daughter of the king, wife, dog mom, and a former elementary school teacher turned nutritional therapy practitioner. Are you feeling overwhelmed or even stuck in your wellness journey? You know that how you're feeling and what you're struggling with can't be normal and there must be a better way. I was there too. I started feeling that prompting of the Holy Spirit to dig deeper and he led me onto a better path with the right guidance that turned things around. This can happen for you too and I'm here to help you get there. There is hope as we put our faith first, lean into God's word and truth about how we need to take care of our bodies. If you're ready to stop just surviving and start thriving, you're in the right place. Whether you're in your car, working on your to-do list, or just needing to take a break from your busy day, tune in and be encouraged. Okay, so I asked a question recently in my Facebook community regarding setting goals. What are some goals that you're setting for the new year, if you have any? And Some um, goals that I often am seeing right now, which are really, really good, are just reducing the amount of packaged foods and boxed mixes and things like that. That's a really great goal. Another one is meal prepping, starting to meal prep more often, maybe make larger amounts of food so that you have leftovers and you can have an easy lunch or dinner versus being tempted to go run through a drive-through or just grab those quick meals that are really not benefiting your health in any way. These are fantastic goals. So often when we are setting health goals in our diet, we think we have to do these extreme things and it doesn't need to be the case. We can start as simple as I'm just going to start trying to eat more real whole nutrient-dense foods. I'm going to reduce the amount of packaged foods I'm buying That is a fantastic goal. Another one could even be just making sure you're eating a nutritious breakfast every day. Maybe you need to start there with just one meal a day. That is your focus for the next week. You get really good at that, feel confident in it. You've got some breakfast ideas that are like your go to's, and they've got some good balance to them some protein and fat and carbs. Okay, now we're going to move on to maybe I need to work on a better lunch or a better dinner. I actually recommend this to clients a lot. Start with one meal a day, get confident in that one meal, and then move on to the next one. What's your next weakest meal of the day? So often, many of us will have like that one meal a day that we feel very strong in, but then there's other meals of the day that we're feeling kind of weak in, and we tend to just get the things that are quick or make things that are super quick. It may not be the best option, or it's not as filling or not as nutrient dense. So really think about what are the meals that you feel most confident in. Some people do fantastic with their breakfast. That is great. Some people do better with dinner. Some people do great with lunch. 
If that sounds like you, where you've got like that one meal a day where you feel great about, you eat really good meals, but the rest of the time, those other meals of the day, you're not doing the best and you know you could be doing better, that would be a great place to start as far as working on your diet. Continue working on that one meal a day that you're really good at, making sure it's nutrient dense, you've got real whole foods. Now start moving to one of your other meals of the day that you tend to be really weak in. Uh, for me, dinner, dinner tends to be probably the best meal of the, meal of the day, um, whereas breakfast and lunch tend to be the weaker areas for me. Fully transparent on that. I do not have three amazing meals a day. It's very rare when that happens. I'm working on it. It's a process for me. Dinner tends to be the best meal. And then I do other things for breakfast and lunch. Sometimes breakfast turns out to be great. I do a really good breakfast. And then there's other days where I don't. So it just depends. Everyone kind of has their stronger areas and their weaker areas. But meal prepping is a fantastic idea. If you're up for it, meal prepping, planning your meals for the week can end up being really helpful in really immersing yourself into healthier habits. It makes it less tempting for you to grab those quick and easy, not so healthy meals, whether it's through a drive through or prepackaged or whatever. If we're doing meal prepping or maybe some batch cooking so that we've got plenty of leftovers, that can be really helpful. Some people don't like leftovers. And if that's you, that's fine. We just got to find a way that helps to eliminate that temptation to reach for the unhealthy, toxic, loaded food options that are out there that are not really food, but being passed off as, you know, food. So what could you do? You want to evaluate where you're at. Are you someone who enjoys leftovers? Great. Maybe start doing some batch cooking so that you're not having to cook three meals a day every single day. Maybe you're going to make plenty of dinner enough to have plenty of leftovers for the next day or next couple days. Maybe you're going to make a lot of something that could be a great lunch, whatever it may be. If you're someone who does not like leftovers, maybe you just need to prep things ahead of time so that when you get home from work, a busy day, you just can easily throw everything together, make your meal and be done with it. That's an idea as well, such as like chopping vegetables and getting your meat all prepped and ready and all of that. Maybe that would be the option for you if you're not someone who enjoys leftovers. Or even if you do enjoy leftovers, maybe that's part of your meal prepping. Maybe you prep the ingredients but don't actually cook all of it in one day. Just be careful of that because there's some things you don't really want to prep too far in advance because it starts to decrease the quality and the food is just not as good or it can easily go bad very quickly. So if you are going to do any of that, like prepping the ingredients ahead of time, but not actually cooking it, be careful of how far in advance you're doing that. You don't want to, for example, prep all the veggies and meat and all the things a week in advance, and then it just sits in your fridge all chopped and ready for that long. That food's going to go bad really quickly. So just be cautious of that. Make sure you're not doing it too far in advance. Um, So those could be some options. Reducing the amount of packaged foods is a fantastic goal to be working on. If you are going to get any packaged food items, try to get the things that you don't or you're not 
may be able to easily make on your own, or choosing packaged food products that are actually using real ingredients. We know that processed foods in general is not going to be good, even if it is real ingredients, but it would be a much better option to choose brands that are actually using real food ingredients to have in your cupboard versus going for the usual commercial brands that we know are adding a lot of things to it that are of no benefit to our body whatsoever. So these are some things we talk about in my Nourish to Thrive program. We go into learning how to read those labels so that you can just make better choices. Obviously, if we can just make everything from scratch, that's better, but that's also unrealistic for a lot of families these days. If you're able to make everything from scratch, go for it. The more you can make from scratch on your own with real ingredients, the better. But for those things that you're like, I just don't have the time, that's just not a priority for me. I'd rather make these things and I'd rather buy these pre-made. Really discern that and just learn how to read those ingredient labels. It's super important and can make a huge difference in how you feel as well. If you're looking for some great brands, I would recommend looking more at health food stores. They tend to have more options. But there are some brands that are making their way into more of the mainstream supermarkets, which is awesome. Not every grocery store has these options, but I am seeing it happen more and more. It really just depends on the location. Whereas there's one grocery store in the town that we're in, I've noticed they actually are having more and more of the healthier options of things that we love. But that same exact store in another town nearby doesn't have any of that product. They don't have any of that brand. I can't find it. So it can depend on your location too. Um, So work on the food choices that you're making. This is a great goal. It doesn't need to be some extreme diet, like I'm going to be all gluten-free or I'm going to do all paleo, whole 30. Any of those big major diets sometimes are really hard at first because they can be very restrictive. If you don't need to be very restrictive, I would say take things one step at a time. Focus on real whole foods. That's going to be the best and most important foundation when it comes to improving your gut health. If you do need to avoid gluten, really focus on those whole nutrient-dense foods. It's much easier to do a gluten-free diet if you're avoiding the packaged foods as much as possible. Gluten is so often found in a lot of packaged foods and, of course, breads. So be careful of that. But if you've been thinking, oh, I just need to find that perfect diet, a paleo diet or whole food or whole 30 um, or any of the, there's so many different diets out there. They can become very restrictive and a lot of people um, feel defeated very quickly or they just feel a little stressed out about it because they have to follow this really strict diet. And it's not always appropriate for every person. And they're usually not appropriate for every person long term either. So really navigating what's best for you, but I will say really making those changes in your diet as far as the type of foods you're incorporating can make a huge difference in your gut health. A lot of times I will hear clients who think that they're eating really healthy, but then when we do a deeper dive, there's a lot of things they're still consuming that are not healthy at all, but but are being sold as or advertised as healthier and they're not. So that's something we need to learn how to navigate as well. And we do all of this in my Nourish to Thrive program. 
if you are interested in that and you're feeling like I need to get a solid foundation laid of just those key foundational things, and I want to know how to identify where are the areas that I really need to work on. I want to learn how to read those ingredients and feel more confident when I'm shopping. I want to understand how to reduce inflammation naturally. All these type of things we go into in Nourish to Thrive. It's all the things I found myself repeating over and over and over to clients because so many people don't even realize these are so important. Just really important foundational steps that everybody really should be working on. That's what we go into in Nurse to Thrive. And I help you navigate the grocery store, learning how to really identify what we should and shouldn't avoid, understanding those labels, what's actually important to read versus what's actually not that important to read, and just learning how to make healthier choices, healthier habits. We go into all of that and we take kind of a deep dive. As we go through this series right now of the goal setting to improve your gut health, I'm kind of giving you a taste of just bits and pieces of that program because we take a deeper dive into all these topics we're going to go into in these series. We go into, go into it deeper in Nourish to Thrive. So if you're interested to know more about that, there is a link down in the description to get on the wait list. And those on the wait list are actually going to get a exclusive discount and some things when that opens up. Here's the other thing. If you're feeling like I really need to hit things heavy and hard, we are going to run a New Year's gut health reset starting in January using a organic nutrition program I really, really like and recommend. You're going to flood your body with some great nutrition. It's very convenient. So if you're someone who's super busy and needs something to grab and go, this works great for that. And you're getting lots of good nutrients. So we're going to kind of do a gentle cleanse with some of the products in there. You're going to flood your body with nutrients, help really support your gut health, immerse yourself into healthier habits. That's what we're going to focus on in this gut health reset for the new year. Your only investment is for the nutritional program itself. And that claims your spot into our group that we're going to run. We're going to have three monthly Zooms as well as a community chat to get all the support and guidance and even get some additional gut supportive recipe ideas to just kind of put into your list and have options to choose from that you know are going to be beneficial and helping you to establish those healthier habits. And then you will also be getting um, a 50% off discount code towards Nourish to Thrive if you're interested in jumping into that as well. So a lot of things going on for the new year. I really want to help you set up or get set up for the new year in a successful way and not feeling like you're doing something extreme only to feel defeated. Okay, we want to focus on the foundations, starting with hydration. We talked about last time and then really focusing on whole nutrient dense foods. These are key. So if you're dealing with digestive issues, if you're dealing with headaches, migraines, autoimmune, celiac, food intolerances and sensitivities, uh, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, all those things and more, we really want to target your gut health. And we can start by increasing our hydration, really working on cleaning up our diet so that we are consuming mostly whole nutrient dense foods. If we do those two things, I know you will notice a difference. 
And if you're already doing those things and you hardly ever consume packaged products and you're drinking plenty of water, you are on a good path right now. There's just still more that probably needs to be worked on. But these are the first two areas we want to start with. So as we go through the series, I'm going to keep adding other things for you to examine and see are these things that you have not implemented yet. And if they're not, that's probably where you need to begin while you continue making the other things more consistent. Okay, I hope this is helpful. Examine your kitchen. Go take a look in your kitchen today. Look in your fridge, look in your cabinets. What are some foods and products that you have in there that you need to work on swapping out and making better choices in next time you go to the grocery store? Send me a message or an email. Let me know how things are doing. Better yet, hop on over to our Facebook community. Let us know what are your goals? What are things you feel strong in? What are things you're feeling weak in? And what are those New Year New Year's goals that you are working on setting right now? Okay, talk to you next time. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you and taught you something new, leave a review and hit that subscribe button. The next thing you can do is share this podcast with a friend or even in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at Made to Be Thriving. Come connect with us over in our Facebook community or send us a DM over on Instagram. I pray this has blessed you in some way and you find encouragement knowing you are not alone in this journey. There is always hope and let's focus on making the progress that is possible. Information provided to date are for informational and educational purposes only. The information and education provided is not intended or implied to supplement or replace professional medical treatment, advice, and or diagnosis. I'll meet you back here soon.